Welcome to Misunderstood, the show for the politically and or culturally misunderstood lady and gent. gent. <laughs> we are your hosts. I'm Nat. And I'm Kat. Today, we are going to be discussing all sorts of fun stuff, including everyone's favorite auntie, COVID-19. We're going to be talking about feminism and we're going to talk about culture. Love culture. Where should we begin? Speaking of culture, what about our signature culture shock moment for the day ah oh, that's an excellent place to begin yes the culture shock moment of the day take it away Nat. all right so some of you may know that the truckers convoy has made its way to uh to ottawa um so apparently the freedom convoy ain't so fringe after all unlike uh the sentiments of our pm true daddy trudeau there are so many people in Ottawa. There are truckers. There are just people who travel there just to see the spectacle. I didn't go. I wish that I did because mm -hmm. people were partying in the streets all night long. I would have had freezing cold feet, so that would have been terrible. But those people are true Canadians. They were out there in like negative 30 all weekend. And they were they were peaceful. Yeah, they were peaceful. I, it seemed like it seemed like a really positive event. And it's so interesting that Justin Trudeau had conveniently been um, in contact with someone who had contracted COVID-19. And now we just realized he tested positive. So yeah. he's really doing an excellent job avoiding this. Although I guess today he had a fun little video sesh mm. where he basically shat on those in support of the convoy. Yeah, he doubled down on his nasty narrative. Um, he was, <laughs> he's basically a giant bigot. Yeah. He's basically like anyone who's there is not representative of truckers and not representative of Canadians. And it's like, dude, these are your people. They're, they're all Canadians. So how, how do they not represent Canadians? There's no. thousands of people, probably hundreds. What, do you think there's hundreds of thousands? We should probably know that. I think so. Let's I mean, it. we had about, what, 11 people from Rebel News reporting on the event. And they, from what I've heard, there were like hundreds of thousands of people. Of course, we don't know an exact number, mm -hmm. but there was a lot of support. He's not plugged in. He Justin Trudeau is not plugged in to what's going on there. And no. he, he even used the term on his presser today, uh, dozens or he's i said the the amount the small group of people that have gathered to voice their concerns with the vaccine like it's not a small group of people that have gathered there it's like hundreds of thousands of people who are canadians yeah. and and they love canada and they're flying canadian flags and of course there was like a confederate flag there which is like first of all this is canada so that's not even like a symbol of canadian racism but no. sure let's let's dig into that for a second and there's all sorts of pictures of the one guy carrying that flag and he has he's the only person in the crowd masked who has a full mask on his face and you can't identify him and even people are like showing uh clips where they're like who are you buddy who are you yeah get out of here so when trudeau came out today and he was like uh to the people who are at the event in ottawa you need to call out when you see these horrible uh, demonstrations of racism and violence. And it's like, they are. They literally are. And then there's the Terry Fox thing. Yeah. No, definitely. Where they defaced Terry Fox. You know, it's funny. A lot of these progressives didn't have the same, didn't try to perpetuate the same narrative when BLM and Antifa mm -hmm. rioters mm -hmm. were literally defacing and tearing down statues mm -hmm. all across well, like North America, actually, yeah. this past I guess two years. Yeah. Um, really interesting. And what about the fact that uh, this is getting global recognition? Like it's not just happening in Canada. There are people all over the world supporting this movement. Yeah, a lot of racists out there, apparently. I guess everyone. <laughs> oh, okay. So we have a photo that we want to show. And if anyone's just listening, 
we are looking at a photo from Saturday. Yeah. It's of Terry Fox, the fair Terry Fox statue that's outside of Parliament. Someone has draped a Canadian flag around his shoulders. Now, this is what they say is defacing Terry Fox. We have another photo. I don't know who the politician in the photo is, but it's a he's holding a liberal flag. So, you know, he's from the he's liberal, liberal party. It's a photo of him standing next to Terry Fox and someone has put a gay flag pride well the old gay pride flag the the pretty one in terry fox's hand and this gentleman is standing beside him he's defaced it he's defaced terry what? fox he's a bigot he's a total bigot he's he's completely ruined the statue oh they, wait there's multiple <laughs> examples i saw you know a couple of years ago when people were yarn bombing no you know what yarn bombing? no is? i don't is people, it like where knitters get yes, together yes and they, they just... would they would knit stuff and they would like put it on a statue or on a, a lamp post or something and it would called yarn bombing so someone yarn there it is we have a photo of it too someone yarn bombed terry another terry fox statue, and they put like a little yarn headband around his head and as they called it in the news he was adorned 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 with this headband but yeah. when someone puts a canadian flag around his shoulders that's defacing a, a statue of an important Canadian. So well, the like, left just loves to play with words mm -hmm. and change the definitions of things. We'll get in, get into that a bit more later on in the show where we talk about what a woman is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, we don't want to dwell on this too much because there's so much great content mm -hmm. on the truckers, yeah. including stuff on Rebel News. Yeah. And right this very moment, K2 and Sid are on the border of Alberta and Montana, and they're watching the uh, truck they have barricaded the border. So yeah. then, and I just saw actually on Twitter like two minutes ago that K2 said that they are, the truckers are letting through locals. Yep. So they're trying not to disturb like average Canadian citizens, but they're trying to make a scene. So yeah, they're I being think amicable. I think that's something that was negotiated with the police because the police were going to move in and, and tell them to move and they were like, we're not moving. So I think this is, and it's exactly what you said. It's amicable. They are showing signs yeah. that they are really trying to not disturb the average Canadian citizen, but at no. the same time make a huge political statement. And I think it's working. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I'm, I hope to see more politicians, like especially, you know, Premier Kenny and Premier Ford come out in support of this because as we know, they've been so um, kind of, they kind of haven't really said anything about this or made any comments and they've been kind of hypocritical the last two <laughs> years. So it would be really refreshing to see them kind of come out in support. We've seen other support from politicians like Pierre Polyev. There yep. he is. I guess he went to Ottawa this last weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, Maxime Bernier, of course, Randy Hillier. Dr. Um, Leslin Lewis. Exactly. Can we please have more love for Dr. Leslin Lewis. She's like an African-American female. And if we're going to play identity politics, like yeah. this is the kind of person that they want to see. But not to mention all of that. She's just like an all around great person, it seems like. And again, she's a politician. So <laughs> yeah, who knows? And <laughs> but I like her. Well, it's nice to not see her bend a knee to the like negative uh, to the mainstream narrative. You mm -hmm. know, like mm -hmm. I, I appreciate yeah. that, that she's coming out and she's, you know, being a part of this movement. Yeah. Um, She's not shunning her fellow Canadians, which is awesome. And on this note, the, let's just one last thing before yeah. we move on, because we want to talk about girly stuff, too. Yeah. Um, today, a new poll came out from Angus Reid or Polling Canada. 54% mm -hmm. of Canadians are ready to see all of the mandates dropped. So are 54% of Canadians racist bigots? Mm. 
that's not a small fringe minority. That's a that's like a that's what they that's call a majority. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so unless this Angus Reed is also a lying bigot, which you know <laughs> maybe. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, you know, so the prime minister may hate us, but on lighter news, uh, red wine wards off coronavirus, but only if you have about five to seven glasses a day. Uh, no problem for us. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> we might have red stained teeth, but we are COVID free. We are. Although, it doesn't work with beer, apparently. Yeah, it doesn't work so with beer. But beer know. makes you fat. Yeah. Beer Nothing wrong with being fat. I like to drink Bud Light, and it's super light and low calorie, but it does not fight off COVID. So, guys, drink red wine till your pants fall down. Please. Please, please. For your health. For your health. Um, <laughs> on, on to more negative news. Uh, masks have caused an increase in over 300% in childhood speech delays. So, pretty unsurprising here. No? Uh, yeah, not surprised. I'm shocked that this doesn't say a 300% increase in childhood psych psychosis. I'm sure that data <laughs> is kind of in the pipeline there. Yeah. But, I mean, really, you wear a mask, you're covering this kid's face. Like, of course, you're, you're, you're impacting their like development mm -hmm. you know like mm -hmm. absolutely like you use your face to communicate kids need to see smiles they need to see your lips move to be able to learn how to form words i'm sure yes i mean i'm no expert oh no i'm no expert in speech pathology as well however i think it's safe to say none of us were taught to speak like did your parents sit you down and go like a b hello like no you just pick it up and you know how you do that is I'm guessing is by watching yeah. people speak and seeing their mouth and trying it out for yourself and then forming words yeah. and listening. So like you're taking away like a big chunk of that education by covering like what am I what am I saying right now? You can't. I don't know. Well, you, people can still hear me. Oh, but I'm covering I my mouth. I couldn't. No, <laughs> just kidding. I'm covering my mouth. Oh, no. Oh, oh. Have, oh there's Not to mention, how sad is it whenever you see a child oh. wearing a mask? Dude, the other day I was at Costco. I know I'm not supposed to go there because they hate. Um, anti-maskers. Everyone hates everything. It's everyone funny. hates everything. Yeah. But I saw a little baby, about one years old, double masked with a face shield. Literally a baby. Like, I kid you not, a baby. A baby? Like, that baby is going to be effed up. <sighs> and this That's is child the thing. Abuse. The long-term implications of this, like, what are, if you can't communicate, what are you going to be able to do? Or breathe. You, or breathe. I'm Well, I'm sure that affects a whole other mm -hmm. level of things. But communication is one of our most important tools in society mm -hmm. so if you can't communicate oh they'll just go on twitter it's fine oh okay they'll just spew but vitriol on twitter <laughs> apparently kids can't really write anymore or <laughs> yeah. read either but oh fantastic i'm really excited about the next generation of doctors and lawyers that we're gonna have who have been <laughs> on skype calls for the last three years of their education that's great that's oh yeah great. we're gonna Looking have a good time with that uh are masks making us meaner nat <sighs> yeah I think so. Are they? They they really make me want to rob something. <laughs> the anonymity well, is really <laughs> So we had we had looked at this article mm -hmm. earlier and it I think it speaks to the psychology of when your face is covered, like you just said, you mm -hmm. are more likely to commit crimes because yeah. no one can identify you. And in this um, article, they spoke about this study that was done in the 1970s. It's I read this a couple days ago, so forgive me if it's not all exactly what's written there but i'm pretty sure they said something about they did a study with kids yep. trick-or-treating and they found so if they gave the kids uh, a rule you can only take two pieces of candy the kids who were masked had a like 33 percent increase in the likelihood of taking more than two pieces of candy so every kid probably is capable of taking more candy because you know they're kids yeah but the kids with masks on 33 percent of the time did it more often so that's not great 
no for society if, no if we're all being forced to mask that means like we're all more likely to steal and commit crimes absolutely and think about like the people in society who typically wear masks it's robbers murderers dentists all the things we hate (laughs) so so psychos you know (laughs) so like there it's not a positive thing when you see someone masked and i think it emboldens people a little bit to be naughty you know i find not to mention i don't know about you but when i wear a mask i feel really anxious and irritable so I can also see how that would impact yes. how you treat other people, yes. you know, because I'm just like, get this dang thing out off. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to go outside. Yeah. I don't or, know. I wonder if it sort of creates the same psychology when you're on Twitter, right. where you're like, I'm kind of anonymous right now. Yes. And I'm just going to shoot off and assume there's no consequences because no one knows who I am. Like, Absolutely. I wonder if that travels into mask. It must, you know. Only time will tell. <laughs> and I also kind of wonder, you know, has crime risen? As a result of these mask mandates, I'm gonna say yes. I'm going to <laughs> misinformation. No, yeah. but, well, the thing is, of course, the mainstream media would probably never report on that because yeah. they love their mask mandates. They'll probably that. start reporting on it now after yeah. the weekend in, in Ottawa. True. Like, oh, crime has skyrocketed thirty. 30- 7,000 percent and it's like well that started in like October of 2020 but that's fine two years ago (laughs) you know when the mask mandates were implemented yeah yeah. good that's good (laughs) I remember going to an Ikea like the summer before the mask mandates it was in COVID but it was a packed house at Ikea and no one was wearing a mask and it was wild and I remember thinking this is wild I didn't feel unsafe but I was just like wow like this is pretty crazy and then like that was August and then in September or October it was the mask mandate that has still not been dropped and oh, no. now it's like that that would be seen as like a super spreader like mass murder event. Oh, cool. Like, like really, it was pretty edgy. It's pretty sexy. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, like we were talking about before, though, seeing someone's face when you communicate just it humanizes them. And masks, I think this whole mandate is really set out to dehumanize people like i want to see your face when do you yeah it's great it's a good face (laughs) you know i want to i want to be able to see you smile i want to see you laugh i want to smell your breath no no i eat garlic at lunch (laughs) (laughs) yeah well it's good for you yeah the mask makes it so much better um (laughs) we cannot talk about covid without talking about my boy joe rogan oh joey boy i know that this isn't your favorite topic maybe i do love fear factor I know it's like we talked about something like I never watched Fear Factor <laughs> but okay so so much has gone on basically at this exact moment looks like Spotify and Joe Rogan and all of those boomer musicians have sort of reached an understanding I think first it was Neil Young and Joni Mitchell who are they who cares uh, said that they were going to take off their music from Spotify if uh, they Spotify didn't start and I don't exactly remember the demand because some people say they wanted joe removed i don't think that was the demand i'm pretty sure the demand was that they just need to put like a warning on it um, right to preface that this is you know that he's spreading misinformation. misinformation which is like you know barf but it looks like spotify has caved to that demand even though uh neil young started removing all his music um it looks like they're going to start adding warnings to shows probably like ours that talk about covid right like our youtube warning yeah and it looks like joe rogan is okay with it so TMZ is reporting that he's apologized and it's like he's a soft apology. He's kind of like, you know, this is what I do. I could guess I can do some things better, which is like human. Yeah. Like if he was like, no, everything I do is perfect. It's like that's psychotic. That's so. like what I do. But no, wait. <laughs> no. But do you think a lot of these celebrities or musicians who are kind of opposing his show are just doing it to stay relevant? Because like you said before, no one knows or who? cares about Joni Mitchell who, anymore. Joni? Like, no offense if you listen to her, but come on. I think yeah. they just want to stay relevant. People who listen to Joni Mitchell listen to it on, like, disc. What are those called? CDs? No. <laughs> the ones, the 
older ones. <laughs> records? Oh, I just on an old timey record player. Oh so, goodness gracious! You know those people? No, absolutely. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I do not know them. Uh, yes. So as of now, I think everything's fine. I think we can also listen to Rogan, but you might have to listen to a warning before you listen to his show and possibly our show. Yeah. They're going to be like, listen, these broads don't know what the heck they're talking about. And we're going to be like, that is correct. We don't. <laughs> we absolutely don't. Who what? else doesn't know what they're talking about? Uh, Well, I think um, a few people in the trans lobby may not know what they're talking about. I, there's an image I'd like to show y'all. Um, oh, not this one. Oh, that's so next. sorry. That's going to be so funny. This though. one here. Oh, yeah. So, uh... They're coming up with a pregnant man emoji, y'all. And I don't know about you, but I did not know that men could be pregnant. In fact, I thought that was the only thing woman, women could do that men cannot. Mm -hmm. Yes, I am going to make a very transphobic statement right now <laughs> and say that men cannot give birth. No. I just don't think it's possible. I've never Do you hurt. have ovaries? Do you have fallopian tubes? If you do... You were born a woman. I don't know. It's very confusing. It's very confusing. It's very confusing. And also, like, why? Why are we normalizing this? And why are we trying to erase women? For like the 0.03% of people who exactly. have, like, a beard and also still have their, like, female sex organs. It's like those people need to feel humanized. It's like there are so few of them. Do we really need Yeah, to... why are we pandering? Ah. We're because pandering. that's what we do. We're in a pandering culture. Pandering well, to the lowest common denominator, right? The loudest fringe if you want to use oh, the yeah, term the correctly that's fringe that is Men fringe who are giving birth that's fringe and yet this has become mainstream and i think that's really scary i don't i don't know i don't want my kid with an iphone to see a pregnant man and be like what's that like that's is, can men have babies too it's like no we just had the sex talk yeah. like, <laughs> like, no, it's like that's mommy, not how it works <laughs> yeah they're like you're a liar mom i just saw a man with a beard and he was holding his <laughs> baby belly and it's like i don't know you know i, I don't want to like the whole argument's like how do i explain that to my kid it's like how do you explain anything to your kid just how don't do you have kids no, I'm just kidding. Kid? i know like <laughs> how do you kidding. explain anything how do you explain people who like believe the earth is flat okay but do you think so let's talk about this article women are now third class citizens according to this uh trans swimmer you penned uh, teammate who speaks out so but that emoji also kind of further amplifies that argument like are we becoming third class citizens mm -hmm. what's a second class citizen why are we getting bumped from first to third <laughs> but anyways that's a good point yes this article was strange because i didn't realize that this i don't i forget her name leah leah the the swimmer at the UPenn, trans swimmer yep she has a penis yes and her penis has been exposed to her teammates in the locker room and they are not happy about it. And I was like, oh my God, how does that work when you're swimming? <laughs> yeah. Like I've watched enough RuPaul's Drag Race to kind of understand the physics of it. But it's like, if you're doing all of that before a swim meet, it's like, ah. I think the part that really bugs me is that apparently the teammates are coming out and saying to their coach, hey, we're uncomfortable with this. And apparently also Leah is still attracted to women. Mm. So that's, that's a little creepy. There's this clearly biological male in a change room with you and he's attracted to you like that's that's a little bit predatory mm -hmm. you know yeah i would think just so. a little bit it, yeah it reminds us of other incredibly tragic stories of uh intact males who identify as women going into female prisons and raping their fellow inmates which is exactly what the transphobes said would happen and now it's happening and it's a horrifying 
horrifying scene. This is from the Daily Mail. Do you want to read the headline? Yeah. So I was sexually assaulted by a transgender rapist in a women's jail. Um, so a female prisoner describes the ordeal at, at the hands of the sex predator who molested her for inmates during three month reign of terror. Okay, so also apparently this person, Karen White, was sent to jail despite not having had surgery or hormonal treatment. So basically you can identify as a woman and then go to a female's, like a woman's prison and just live your life. Mm -hmm. Which I would think is a, a huge bonus because not only do you have access to females who are locked away and in with you, you also have been protected from the male like Inmates. violence in prison which again i'm not like i'm not like sad that someone's not going to be exposed to violence i you know you've we've all seen prison shows and yeah. it's like i don't want to go there but yeah i'm not happy that this person is in female prisons either and they're the no. violent one so no, and obviously like people like karen this trans rapists are not representing the entire <laughs> trans community you know we want to no, make that clear like we sure. you can't lump anyone together no one's a monolith but like do you really mean to tell me that this person is genuinely struggling with their gender identity yeah. like, like is really zero percent chance that they're gonna come out of prison and not transition back to being a male because that exactly. happens too. hopefully We've they never leave prison yes. oh my gosh but hopefully the, the the rape that they're committing in prison adds time to their prison sentence but I, yeah. then they're just gonna keep raping women in prison yeah. I, don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know what the solution is here. Yeah, and where are the feminists? Where are the people who, sh like, we people should be protecting women? Well, the feminists are now us. Oh. And we're being called transphobes. You know, I think the suffragettes are, like, just rolling around oh in them graves gosh. right now. Oh, my gosh. Them ladies. Them ladies are like, nah-uh. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh. Good times. Yeah. Good times. Really good times. But also, just <laughs> let's just end on the note. Like, you kind of said this earlier about the pregnancy. You are not a woman just because you say you are. Yeah. You are not a woman because mm -hmm. you say you are. Yeah. You There is, bi like, biology and science matters. So all these people who say, oh, follow the science, you know, I'd like you to follow the science. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I call myself a queen all the time and don't make it true. Well, it is. <laughs> Bye. Yes. Affirmations. Okay. What are we going to talk about now? Um, I think we should show everyone a fun image uh, from Twitter about uh, this chick who's just wearing, rocking a Mew Mew dress. Oh, yes. Just a fun little transition yeah, before we get cute. into some culture. Yeah. Okay, all so right. <laughs> first of all, she's gorgeous. Let's just put that right out there. Yeah, she's, she's and a And she's babe. a genius. She's a genius. She's... Okay, so let's talk about this. She's you. You'd mentioned this earlier. She's sitting on the floor. That dress is like over two thousand mm -hmm. um, dollars. I probably wouldn't do that if no someone was giving me a Mew Mew dress. And so also, let's give some more context. She's in the change room. Yeah, she's in a change room. at Mew Mew. She hasn't she's stolen it yet. Sitting on the floor in the dress that she has not purchased yet, taking a photo. And she honestly, she probably will not buy the dress because she's already got the photo. I know. All That's you need is the one pet. Yeah, exactly. But I think the most perplexing thing about this image <laughs> is the text like his so it says making my boyfriend sell his car to buy me this Mimu dress well his car must be shit if it's only worth two thousand dollars yes seriously right like, what are you driving around in you can do better girlfriend like if you're shopping at Mew Mew, get a better boyfriend yeah meet him at Mew Mew, or just like you know get a job and buy it yourself that'd be nice is that that's is that a little too empowering <laughs> it's a little too empowering yeah or like you know i i'm sorry that dress is hideous it's yeah, a hideous it's not, dress. It's not for 2000 bucks. No, thanks. No. Like I that, love Mew Mew. That looks though. like something an old Italian grandmother was buried in. Yeah. But like, imagine if we were in it. Would we look cute? No. I don't think so. No. Maybe you. It's uh, She's beautiful, and I don't think it's a nice dress. I think she looks like she's been stepping on grapes all day. She looks like a French maiden, Beauty and the Beast. Like, you know, like the, like, 
feather yeah. duster. Yes. Anyway, we can move on. <laughs> <laughs> we have our funny moment from that. Speaking of men giving women weird things, uh, <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly designed Megan Fox's engagement ring with painful thorns on purpose. If she tries to take it off, it hurts. Oh my God, how insecure are you, sir? I was just going to say, see, that scared she's going to run away. Yes. Okay. She's like 10 years older than the dude, and it really shows. Not because she looks old, because she does not. I mean, she she's looks, had so much she plastic. She looks younger than him. Well, he looks like a teenage boy to me with way too much money and way too much cocaine in his system. But the <laughs> fact that he's like, oh, this doesn't she have like three kids? Yes. She's so a mom. She's already been like ripped open, sewn back together, Botox to the gods. And now you're like, oh, I'm going to add a little more pain to her daily schedule. Like she's got a, the size of the ring. It's enormous. It's huge. So and she can't work out in that ring. Like you got to take that off like pretty much every time you shower. It's true. Or he's sleep. really inconveniencing her. Where are the feminists? This feminist. is <laughs> but apparently the ring is worth around five hundred thousand dollars so that's it like what so if she's, she's not sleeping in that she's not working out in that and you know she works out because that bot is out of this world so, oh like, yeah every time she goes to bed showers goes to the gym she's going to hate her fiance and i give this relationship three months until it ends that's it i mean the the scarier thing though is they kind of didn't they like sign off on their engagement kind of make it official by drinking each other's blood yeah so there's some weird okay we have a photo okay. of the ring for those who are visual it's huge yeah it's kind of weird it apparently it's like the shape of teardrops was his oh whole thing because he's so he's sad so... <laughs> <laughs> i've actually i i'm gonna boomer myself right now i've never heard his music unless i haven't i don't oh, know i it. haven't either but maybe he's taking love is pain to a whole new level at least you know that's kind of yeah, interesting it's just oh my gosh it's so insecure but the blood drinking though <laughs> blood <laughs> like drinking. i don't i like, did I'm... they get their blood tested before that? that's what, what i mean like what if they had covid <laughs> He definitely has worse stuff than COVID in his blood. He looks like a blonde vampire. But I also kind of think, okay, if you are in a relationship and you have to rely on these weird things like drinking each other's blood mm. or like thorn rings, are mm -hmm. you really like, what do you talk about? Yeah. Like if it's all spectacle, can yeah. you really have an no. intimate conversation no, no, about no. something that matters? I'm sure they don't have any conversations that aren't like highlighted by the blue glow of their own <laughs> cell phones in their faces like it happens yeah <laughs> a modern relationship a modern romance yeah that's three true. months i give this relationship you heard it here you heard it here first <laughs> <laughs> what's next oh we have so much to talk about there's so many things i feel Ooh, like yes. we're flying through this actually let's talk about okay Feelings don't care about your facts. How the right mastered the art of losing. So this is an article from Evie Magazine, which is like a pretty cool magazine. Mm -hmm. It's like basically uh, Cosmo. But, but for conservatives? Yeah, for people who aren't sluts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. you can still be a slut and read Evie, but it doesn't cater to that. <laughs> and I really like this article really highlights kind of what you and I have talked about and the reason that we wanted to start misunderstood yes. because I feel like conservatives are not like I guess the thesis of this article is like conservatives are losing the culture war yes because we are like hey the facts the science the facts and they're like but my feelings and I don't care about your facts and this is how it feels and it's like when you're trying to argue with someone, sometimes laying down the actual cold hard facts doesn't work and you get, it's frustrating for us, but we have to understand like if we want to bring people to our side, we have to speak their language. Yes. And sometimes that's just like not facts. No, and I think a lot of it is, and the left does this so well, is pulling on people's emotional mm -hmm. heartstrings. For example, you look at the George Floyd situation. So the, the right tries to be like, well, these are all the statistics about police brutality, mm -hmm. for example. Mm -hmm. And it's like, but that's not a very human thing to say. Oh, well, yeah. one million people have this and this and that. But if you are mentioning George Floyd, this one person who was 
killed by a police officer. People are going to be like, that's horrible. You see his face. It humanizes mm -hmm. him. Mm -hmm. And I think that really like pulls at people's heartstrings. And I think that's why they're doing so well. Yeah. Because it's kind of manipulative, too. Yes, yes. And Just we would know that as being females. Yeah. <laughs> but yes. also, it's, I mean, that's uh, the serious side of it. And then there's, like, kind of the silly side, which is, like, we're just bad at culture. Yes. Like, we're good at memes, but graphically, like, sometimes uh, people have posters and graphics for like these conservative movement mm -hmm. events and they're like oh my god that there's no style in that graphic no. our fashion choices can be questionable yeah i think it's because the right thinks culture they're above culture for mm -hmm. some reason they're you know and it's you're not like this is how you this is how you win people over yeah. like movies matter hollywood matters clothes matter they do yeah. you know and it's it's time for us to kind of step in on that territory yeah, like let's be cool and like make cool music and Absolutely. make cool movies and make cool art and it doesn't have to you know uh lower itself to like the satanic rituals that the no you don't Hollywood have elites. to drink blood to no, be you cool you don't need to do like pizzagate stuff <laughs> jk but like you don't <laughs> exactly <laughs> there's our tinfoil hat moment no but you don't need to lower yourself to their tactics but like let's engage ourselves in the conversation of culture and like feelings because that like you said like that humanizes it and it makes it more appealing to people who are on the fence and if we're just yelling at them about stats which is like you know factual and yeah. important and a big piece of this puzzle but there's also there's all this other stuff on the edges and we need to like woo people to come over and just telling them about cold hard facts isn't always the way no I especially think, females especially because like politics only really matters to people when it directly affects them look mm -hmm. at COVID-19 how slow people have been to kind of latch on to the fact that oh maybe maybe the narrative being perpetuated by the media and our government isn't true and it takes people time because slowly and slowly COVID has started to directly affect their lives right mm -hmm. and I think that's something that also needs to be considered yes and it's not reminds me of this sudden shift in how Canadians are feeling about COVID restrictions. Like we mentioned earlier, the 54% of Canadians are now just done with restrictions. They want them dropped. But like that same poll was done like two weeks ago and it was a majority that people were like, no, we need more restrictions. And I think it's like, has the truckers convoy mm -hmm. had that cultural effect that we're talking about where it's right. just like emotionally, you see these little kids like holding up their signs. They're like, I just want to go back to school. And they're like, I mean, is that enough to just tip the average person to be like, hmm, maybe th this is the movement yeah. for me. Like, maybe I'm done with COVID. Only time will tell. <laughs> Only time will tell. That's the name of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we want to talk about this one? Which one? The milk supplement. Oh my gosh, let's talk about it. All right, folks. So <laughs> this is funny. On this show, we like to talk about science, um, <laughs> but apparently science may have gone a little too far. This revolutionary, uh, revolutionary health supplement is made from humans. It's human milk. It's human milk, but not human milk. It's female milk. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's, it's man milk. It's made milk. from humans. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's made from friggin' women. Okay. It's made from birthing people only. Yeah. So also I'm pretty sure this supplement was developed by a man and yeah. I would love to know where he came up with this idea. Yeah. Like where was his sourcing material? Like how, where were the first couple of um, experiments done? Yeah. Was it a titty? I'm just wondering. <laughs> and it was straight from and the And if titty. that's true, that's a little weird. But can we yeah. also just talk about the fact that it basically allows the body to maintain and restore itself by reducing inflammation, boosting immunity, supporting better sleep, improving digestive health, as well as overall mental well-being. You know, I would just like to point out a lot of other things. Like water. 
uh, sleep, <laughs> like, you know, exercise Curcumin. before sleep, yeah. eating well. Yeah, getting enough sleep can pretty much do all of that. Like, but no, this guy's like, no, give me damn titties. And it's like 70 bucks for like a bottle or something like that. Like, C. Yeah, or just find a pregnant woman and latch on. <laughs> just don't do that. <laughs> you already hear first, It's going to be like disinformation, misunderstood as telling men to latch on to females. No, we are not. We are making jokes. This is comedy. This is also a comedy show. Yeah, this is satire. This is satire. Or Nat and Catire. <laughs> Bye! Oh, I love that. That's really cute. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Should okay. we talk about fashion? Can we talk about fashion for a second? Please? I don't know if anyone can see this, but today I'm dressed like a Western, um, a frontier woman. And this is in honor of the truckers who have driven all the way from the Great West. Today, I'm wearing a shirt that was probably delivered by a trucker. Aw, that's amazing. Because <laughs> okay. they all are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have an Amazon order that I expect to arrive by tomorrow. So It'll be there. Let's let's hope. So let's just let's just show some looks and let's comment on. Okay, them. so this is Paris Fashion Week from so 2022. This is Tyler the Creator. Um, I don't like it. Um, it looks like he works at Chernobyl. He looks like it's like World War One, but he's not fighting. No, he's like a messenger boy in World War One, but it's like the the Russian side. All right, <laughs> moving. On. Okay, this she's wearing a big oversized something. I can't this say is her name. Cara Delevingne. Yeah, yeah. She's got great eyebrows. You know, she does. But I'm oh, kind of over her. I'm over yeah, her. Yeah, I'm. Me what too. is this? This is just a baggy sweater and no pants. Yeah. Next. I wonder how much that cost. Yeah, too much. That's stupid. Um, no. Okay. This the this, can the Canadian tuxedo. Guys. Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake did this in like 2001. Yeah. God, this is oh, yeah. not a hot look. Moving on. Th th this is, okay, yeah. Uh, who is this? This is a lady. Okay. Oh, Venus. Venus. Okay, I don't okay. like her, so I'm over I'm over it. <laughs> I mean, whatever. It's, and it's okay. It's, this okay, is, this is Victor Cruz? You I know, I'm know just, so far these looks aren't doing it for me. This is just a funny checkered blazer with a hat. It's like nothing special. An orange pants. I don't know. Okay, guys, wearing orange pants. That's something. Okay, this is cool. Okay, this is some actual fashion. This is cool. Okay. I don't like it. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like this person is wearing like a long white trench. Coat? It looks like some with sort like of a trucker's evil hat. German hey, toot, toot. It's like a trucker's hat with like an evil empire doctor coat. It's okay. horrible and I hate she it. She looks like Fauci. <laughs> This these is, are all horrible. These are I'm actually offended. I'm, I'm actually really sad about the state of fashion. I was I was expecting some like beautiful gowns. Me too. Okay, and also Just another Kanye in a crazy suit. Imagine how much all those clothes combined together cost. Mm, like much. way too much. We way too, way much. too much. I could have got my hair did. Yeah. Like hundreds of I times. I could have bought more stuff from truckers. <laughs> these are all terrible. No. Terrible. Terrible. So just, this is just a picture of a pizza on a shirt. <laughs> Pharrell with some terrible glasses. Oh my God. What has happened to fashion, Nat? I think it's because the right actually is taking over. And this is what they. No, I'm just kidding. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. This, <laughs> this is, like, is what the right. This is, we take back everything we said. Oh my gosh. You know what, Libs? You can have fashion. It's yours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to be like an old person that decides like they're done upgrading their wardrobe and I'm just going to stick with what I've got. Yeah. And I'm going to have this hair when I'm 90 and I'm going to look freaking gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Um, All right. So Bella Hadid, everyone's favorite plastic surgery customer. <laughs> I don't know. So she's posting crying selfies and says it helps her cope with anxiety and depression. And uh, apparently she sends these to her mom and her doctor to because she doesn't know how to express her feelings. But I was thinking about words. that. You, you know who else? Yeah. She can't use words to express her fe because feelings. Because her lips are too... 
inflamed with Botox or with I, fillers. That yeah, that's speak. probably partially it. But also, yeah. isn't that how babies communicate? <laughs> like yeah. babies can't speak, so they, they cry. They cry yeah. and use like facial emotions mm -hmm. to express their anger. I just feel sad that she's so sad. But does this need to be shared on a global scale? Like, does she need to share this with her zillion followers? She does probably because she hasn't been in the news enough lately. Okay, so you think this is about staying relevant and absolutely. fresh and being relatable? Yes, absolutely. It's like, okay. oh, stars are just like us. You know what is also relatable having a face that you were born with <laughs> um, just saying yeah anyway. i know someone who knows someone who works at her talent agency okay and it is i have it on good authority that she has spent at least two hundred thousand dollars on plastic surgery and that was like years ago that i heard this so my god how much more do we think it is now this is sad let's pray for celebrities my entire body doesn't have two hundred dollars worth of like bones and jelly in it but she's like just added like <laughs> like two hundred thousand dollars worth of fillers and like fake butts it's crazy it's crazy yeah but yet they these celebrities somehow get to preach at us about how we're supposed to live our lives yeah nice. and how to be like authentic yeah and also the thing is that's most disturbing about this is young girls are following her on instagram yep. and being like oh i love you you're so naturally beautiful and she won't go girlfriend like this is not how i looked well, 10 years ago like same with be, kendall. be honest yeah, just kendall, be like oh thanks but like this isn't my cheeks no like, absolutely kendall jenner is the same way at least the other kardashians admit that they have had loads and loads of plastic surgery uh, they eventually yeah. reluctantly but even it. so at least yeah. we know it's pretty yeah. clear but no kendall everyone's always like she's the most naturally beautiful i'm like well she's just got the best surgeon yeah <laughs> so her surgeon has a light touch but she is still <laughs> a very present in her life speaking of kardashians uh so this is a fun little segment that Again, TMZ has decided to do this whole thing on Kardashian food photos. Who pays the reporters <laughs> at TMZ? Like, bad Can fashion. We work there? Yeah. <laughs> Are you hiring? No. <laughs> All right, let's show, let's show people. Okay, so they're just okay. eating. So it's just pictures this of... This is Khloe Kardashian no, that's eating? definitely Kim. Really? Oh, yeah. They're, you know, Khloe's really trying so hard to look like Kim these I don't days. Know. You they've, know like, they've like melted together. So that's Courtney and some, I think that's some her assistant. Rando. It's just like there's like 40 pictures of these girls just fake eating. And I noticed like, do you notice how they're always taking their first bite? Yeah. Like, like they're not like they're in not it. Finishing they're not finishing They're not in the thick of it, you know? These are like, untouched meals. Next week, stay tuned. We'll have a photo of us eating food. And let me tell you, it'll be everywhere. It ain't pretty. <laughs> it ain't pretty. You'll like, smell it from the screen. Okay, that picture, this picture, Kim is actually eating an ice cream sandwich. And it looks like several bites have been taking I think out, of, out of all of them, she probably does eat. Mm, that's some serious tea. <laughs> like it's all just like I, I I remember reading somewhere, hearing somewhere that like it's a thing with them. They like take pictures of themselves like with giant ice cream cones, but then they'll just like throw out the whole cone. In this economy, seriously, like this, she's this not eating the whole pizza. She's not eating any of that, and she's like posing with Louis Vuitton. Like it's just <laughs> you're like, so relatable. relatable. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Just be plastic and anorexic. We know that's what you are. You don't need to pretend that you're eating these giant pizzas. And in fact, give me that pizza. Exactly. I will eat, eat it. it. I yeah. will eat it and I will not regurgitate it. No. It looks delicious. I bet they have access to like such delicious food. Oh my gosh. And yeah. they're just throwing this stuff out. It's it's an abomination. Like if I had all the money in the world, I would be eating all that food right mm. now. All 40 photos. I just everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, one of those. Should weeks. we talk about your boyfriend now? Yeah. So as many of you know, <laughs> um, I've been reaching out, sliding into uh, Pete's DMs for a long time. Never now. No um, and no response. <laughs> but uh, 
He, I think it's because he's which Pete? Not everyone knows what. Oh, Pete sorry, is. Pete Davidson. Okay. Of course, oh, I thought. Of sorry, there's another Pete. <laughs> like the possum I named in like, my backyard. Like the Spider Man. He's a Pete. Oh yeah. Peter. Oh, Peter Pettigrew from Harry Potter. He's sexy. Yes. Jk. <laughs> Jk. <laughs> so Pete Davidson thinks women like him because he's a diamond in the trash. I think that's extremely arrogant. Yeah. Yeah. Like a diamond. Like a diamond, like a that's diamond, like a rare gem and jewel. What does like, he call himself? Oh yeah, he's like he says, "I'm like the Tropic Thunder of people" or something. And I'm like, "No, Tropic Thunder was a funny movie." Yeah, like you're you ain't not funny. funny. He's not funny. I've never laughed at him. I've watched clips. I've never laughed. No, oh, I'm gonna go back to the Joe Rogan thing real quick because yeah. the last thing I saw of him on Saturday Night Live was him playing Joe Rogan in a really, really unfunny sketch, and it's like the guy's like six foot something and super lanky. I was Why did just you say? Like Joe Rogan, <laughs> like you could have done better than that, but you chose not to. And it's just because he's a guy who's like dating Kim Kardashian. I could have played Joe Rogan more convincingly. Look at me. I believe that. <sighs> I believe that. Fear you factor. Eat, you eat elk meat. I know you do. Oh, for sure. I would eat elk meat. Me too. If someone wants to send me some fresh elk meat. Yeah, please send to. I won't tell you our address. <laughs> we are in a bunker, yeah. a fireproof bunker. No more <laughs> fires this week, you guys. <laughs> no more fires. The only fires we put in out are in Canada. Yeah. Holla. All right, guys. I mean, that was the show. Thank you for sticking around. If you're still listening, we love you. Be sure to tune in next week, 7 p.m. Eastern time on Tuesday. Yes. We're um, your hosts. Wait, let's tell them where they can listen for free. Oh, yeah. I was going to do that after. Oh, we're gonna do that after. Sorry. I'm so sorry, you guys. I was guys. just gonna separate That's it. it. I'm so sorry. We're bad. We're, we're let's so end bad. the show again. We're gonna end the show. Let's, let's end the show. Let's just end the show. <laughs> we're done with this show. <laughs> Bye. Bye.